This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. Roy is with us in Morristown, New Jersey. Hey, Roy, what's up? Uh, hey, Dave. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, so I am in a bit of a pickle. I am um, a 43-year-old immigrant. I don't have a college education. I just graduated high school. I was on my own for the longest time, self-employed. And November of 2019, I lost my business. Uh, then the pandemic hit. Then I divorced it. And I find myself today $444,000 in debt without any any income. And with credit card debt, IRS debt, child support debt, all incurring fees and interest. I'm just not sure where to start at this point. Wow. I'm sorry, man. You've been through hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're in it right now, aren't you? Where'd you... Uh, yeah, where'd, I sure am. Where'd you immigrate from? Israel. Where? Israel. Israel. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. What kind of a business did you have? I owned a small business where I would buy the uh, secondhand phones, iPhones, from a company called Brightstar that did Apple's logistics. I would bring them into my office. I would separate them, test them, and then refurbish them and resell them. Mm-hmm. And why did that not work? Oh, it worked great for about eight years, and then I got an email from my vendor from Brightstar saying that, they st- that they're going to stop selling me product because they signed an exclusive contract with one of my competitors. So you had only one customer? One vendor, correct, yeah, which was the most reliable because it was basically everything that was returned to the Apple store or the online store would go to Brightstar. They would do their logistics. So it was the only um, dependable uh, vendor in, in my market, yes. How did you come upon that opportunity? So I've been in the, in the cell phone business for about uh, 15 years and, you know, through a lot of uh, research and just uh, trade shows, uh, networking, I found Brightstar. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, and it worked for a while. That's interesting. Yeah. Eight years. Huh? Did very well. So, what kind of debt is the four hundred and forty-four? So we're looking at uh, seventy thousand in credit card debt. We're looking at 60000 IRS. So the IRS, basically, it's capital gains tax. I started investing in 2013. And because my uh, I lost my job in 2019, I sold half of my portfolio in late 2019. And, and so what is the other two hundred or $300,000? Okay, so we have small business loans from the SBA. How much? Uh, for 128 Okay. And then I have uh, a current support order from the judge due to my divorce at $7,500 a month. And he did that retroactively as of like six months before and putting me $70,000 in debt from day one. That's back child support. Correct. Well, it wasn't really back child. I mean, he made it retroactive. Yes. Like, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't ordered to pay one, but the day that he did order me to pay one, he said, okay, we're going back seven months. So you got a dollar amount and not a percentage. Well, I got a dollar amount, correct. Okay. But you have no job, no income right now. Correct. I've been trying, um, applying left and right. Um, so my issue is, one of my issues is that at $7,500 a month, 
just for support. I need to find a job that pays me over 120000 a year with no college education. That's a very tough ask. No, what you need is a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, because most child support is based on your income, not a set fixed amount. And you need to go back before the judge and explain and, and you know, say, this is what I'm making. Nothing. And when I do get a job, Your Honor, I'll come back in and, and we'll set the percentage by law because every state does this by percentages. Was there something? Did you do something? That's a that's a stout amount. Or were you making just? He was making bank. A ton of money before you lost your business. No, no. So basically, what the judge went off was, as uh, my wife's attorney was very savvy and convincing the judge that the, the capital gains tax that I was taxed in 2019 was 250 thousand dollars. And the same thing for, t- for 2020 was $250,000. So she convinced the judge that somehow I was making a quarter million dollars a year. I'm not sure how the judge didn't know the difference between capital gains and earned income, but that's pretty much what he went off. Yeah. Uh, your your attorney sucked, and yeah. you do need a new one, and you do need to go back in there and reset this because it's not tenable. You have to. You can't not. It's, number one, it doesn't work. You can't pay it. You don't have any money. And number two, uh, you can't. You can't set your career up based on your child support. You set your child support up based on your career. And so that is not your income. And so you've got to get right. that, that, that. That's a side issue. The rest of this stuff's still sitting there. Um, and you do need to go make some money. Your best shot, though, at making money is not going and getting a job. It's finding the next opportunity because you, you have an eye for things. You have an eye for business. You have an entrepreneurial ability. The only thing you screwed up in your business model was you – depended on one singular customer, one singular vendor for everything, and that gave them the power to put you out of business. That's a lack of diversification. You don't want to do that. You need to build a business model out that has many, many vendors and many, many customers, and that way if one of them goes sideways, it doesn't shut you down. It it just is an ouchie. And so um, that's going to be your play. I mean, you before you start talking about how you're going to pay off debt, uh, we have to talk about how we get income. And so you can go get a job if you want to. That's fine. And then you go get before the judge again uh, or a different judge and with a different attorney and get these uh, numbers reset to a reasonable amount. I'm not about people not paying child support. You need to pay child support. But you also need to pay the amount that is a percentage of your income, not some mythical number. And this is this is pretty bizarre. And uh, also, it feels like you made one mistake back in 2019. And then you borrowed some money to try to cover that mistake, and then you borrowed some more money to cover those mistakes. And so, man, we've got to get to where we, if we have one, we fall down, we dust ourselves off, and we keep on a, on a path moving forward. We don't just keep piling in on these mistakes, yeah. man. And the next time you start your business idea, you start it with cash and you run it with cash, not with debt. That's right. Because some of your credit card debt and your SBA loan had to do with your startup, and some of it had to do with trying to hang on after you crashed. Yeah. And so... To John's point, so you've got to you've got to say I'm, I'm swearing off of debt for startup and I'm swearing off of debt for survival. So as a guy, you've been through it. What what's the point when you look in the mirror and say, "Is bankruptcy right for me?" When do you get what, what's the, is when there you a, don't have any other way to do it? Okay. And there's you know it doesn't fix his situation because the day if he if he had zero debt, he still has zero income. Right. And you got you have to have an income. Got to have a job. So we got to go. We got to fix that. And the child support's not bankruptable, and neither is the IRS. So wow. the only thing we'd be bankrupting on is seventy thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. <laughs> oh, the SBA is bankruptable. Yeah. But yeah. Eh. Wow. Sorry, brother. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 